Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. All right, welcome everybody to another uh, Career Crossroads podcast. I am really excited. This is one of our uh, quick recap shows. So this is just where we grab a couple of folks uh, right out of one of our uh, meetings. And we talk a little bit about, did we have any big takeaways, any aha moments, any OMGs uh, all the way through the session and just share and chat a little bit about that. I have a few, so I am excited to jump right in. Um, and we, I have with me, obviously, everybody knows Jerry, Jerry Crispin. Say hello to everybody. Hello. There he goes. <laughs> okay. All right. But I also have two guests uh, that are members of ours that were in the meeting. Uh, Marlon, Hazel, uh, introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about what you do uh, at Mary Kay and, and Cigna slash Express Scripts. Uh, fill, fill us in. Who are you? Ladies first. Oh, great. Thank you. Hi, Hazel Cormier with Cigna Express Scripts, um, recruitment director, um, leading recruitment for our Legacy Express Scripts organization, primarily in the clinical spaces of nursing and pharmacists, as well as non-clinical. So your sales, product, innovation um, type of tech talent as well. Good stuff. Hi, I'm Marlon Tatum. I, uh, I work with Marikey. Uh, we... Uh, I'm a lead recruiter with the company, and uh, we pretty much provide different service lines uh, with uh, IDD, behavioral health, um, and everything that falls in between that, uh, from a HVAC tech to an administrative assistant we, we hire for and uh, provide, uh, provide needs for the, for the company. And we're roughly 15 different states, so I believe we're in California, we're in Texas. I'm just thinking of all the different areas you guys are in. We're in all the all the states that you guys live in. I believe we have services that we offer. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. So this was our first. This was our first healthcare recruitment meeting uh, of the year. And uh, any any surprising moments? Any sort of uh, big takeaways for you as a result of attending today? Yeah, I think it was really great to see companies working together um, in a competitive market. It's interesting because um, Cigna and Express Scripts, we've always been open to working with our competitors, um, you know, as proven through our deal with Prime Therapeutics and our partnerships, even with our direct competitor, Humana. So it's one thing to work from a business standpoint with your competitors, which we've opened that up. But it's another thing to work with your competitor when it comes to talent, because I think there's still a lot of, um, you know, me, me, me when it comes to talent. So I was really impressed to see these organizations come together uh, and be able to come with, with a program that's really for the good of Milwaukee and then good for their four organizations. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll set that stage there, Hazel. It's a great call out. So um, what we saw today, Advocate Aurora Health and uh, Frodert um, had partnered together with several other healthcare organizations to, to, to create a nonprofit uh, centers for healthcare careers of Southeast Wisconsin. I got it right. Uh, to, to come together to, to help solve the shortage of talent uh, that they had, whereas formerly their recruiting strategies consisted of recruiting from each other. Uh, they, they formed this collaboration, which was pretty interesting. And I, and I agree with you. I, I, I thought quite incredible. I don't know, Marlon, how about you? 
No, I, I, I definitely uh, agree with Hazel and you as far as that, uh, the partnerships that, and sharing those, uh, the trends and sharing the information that, um, that we all experience. Um, now, whether it's industry, whether it relates to your industry or not, um, because I know we all have different levels that we do recruit for and need for us, you know, as far as our business structure goes, but uh, it, it, it was de definitely common, uh, common practices, common information that you were aware of. And there were some new things that were mentioned that were aha moments. Like I, I know you had uh, harped on the, uh, the health career paths grid, um, which I, you know, we, I'm waiting for the share for you guys to share it with us so we can get a better glimpse of it because it was hard to see um, size wise, but uh, great ideas because you don't, you, you know, you speak of career paths, but you only touch on it briefly a lot of times when you're talking with a candidate. So if you actually can put that in place and, and present it and show them, hey, look, you can start here and actually climb to here. It gives them more of a visual aid and something to grab towards. So that was a great aha moment for me because uh, I'm definitely looking at ways I can uh, incorporate something similar to that, um, which will give that, you know, a, a better display to a candidate or candidates that um, can possibly have them buy into the company. So yeah, it, was, it was good stuff, good partnership, good, good ideas, good, good idea sharing today. And, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it's always good to talk to people in the industry because uh, we all fight the same battle. We're looking for staff and we're looking for, you know, ways to get to move forward as a company. So as a group, so. Uh, definitely look forward to sharing uh, information and discussions with, uh, with people like yourselves because uh, it's uh, it's engaging, it's um, encouraging. Well, I tell you, if if I were still a practitioner, mm -hmm. uh, I think walking out of this meeting and I, I, this would be a blueprint for me uh, to go try to fight the fight and get some sort of collaborative effort put together. Um, I think they said they had founded it. I took some notes here. They had they began the work. I think she said in 20, in 2015, they really laid the groundwork for this organization. Uh, and they're now in like their second of multiple cohorts uh, of people going through that. And it's, it's just a really interesting program. And I think to your point, Marlon, that, that career path template that they, you know, collaboratively put together is just fascinating showing all of the roles and what the next logical pro progression is yeah. Uh, and what education levels are required uh, to achieve each of those, I think, is a, is a pretty powerful blueprint, blueprint for a healthcare career. Yeah, I'd love to understand how they broke through the bureaucracy. I know it's, it's taken them many years, but if I think locally about the healthcare companies, I'd love to partner with um, competitors in my backyard, Mercy, Ascension, Centene, um, BJC, I can't even get past the thought of, okay, how do we even start this? Because all four or five of us have very specific legal, you know, legal teams that probably like, no, 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 <laughs> don't talk to them about X, Y, Z. And, um, you know, just how did they get through that bureaucracy would be a fascinating, probably weeks of conversation there. And you know that Hazel, that it's likely that there were, some key folks at a leadership level that were open to it. Um, and, and at some point, the statement, I'm sure, of those leaders, as well as the TA folks, was to the lawyers who are there to, you know, avoid any kind of risk, um, was your job is not to help us avoid risk. Your job is to help us do the right thing and defend what we want to do. And, and that starts to change the attitude 
of an organization to minimizing risk and hunkering down and trying to, you know, grow that way versus, you know, kind of an attitude that we have to have in the 21st century, which is look for the reward, look for the opportunity to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. well, well, and Jerry, uh, I touched on it when we had our breakout rooms pertaining to the pandemic and what the outcome and the results will be once things start to get back to what, you know, what is considered normal. How many, how many trends and transitions and changes that we're going to take and carry over in our new day-to-day? And that's going to be a part of that board structure change as well, because uh, what's working now, what's trending in the up, you know, in the uptick now is going to be part of those conversations that's, that's going to help you progress as a company into the next century. Now, it, either you're going to have to, either you're going to progress or you're not going to progress, and then you're going to you're going to have the effects of that. You're going to have to, you're going to be forced to make that adjustment because there, there's adjustment coming. And one of the things that always hinders mm-hmm. us, to your point, is that. Um, uh, you know, working with funders, working with, you know, working with those insurances and those, and you have to work within those guidelines. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see what those guidelines are going to look like moving forward because I know they're going to have to make adjustments if because you could, we're not the only ones being affected. They're being affected yeah. as well. So it occurs to me, to Hazel's point, um, you know, where, where can you start? And it would be interesting to hear how they did it. But somewhere in there, if I were doing it, I would start looking at the costs of each of those different organizations uh, that they spent money on agencies and other kinds of activities to compete, to steal from each other versus the opportunity to invest in collaboration. Um, Because that cost of competing with one another and just taking from one another over and over again um, has has to be a very high number when you add up the different organizations. So it, it's kind of be fascinating to me. Yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that the, the cost of not doing it was the selling point, right? Yes. Versus the expense of, of trying to put this together. Yeah. Well, it, make, it, it makes too much sense, Jerry, what you say. So it, would, it wouldn't be right if it made too much sense, Jerry. Um, <laughs> we, we've always talked about that. You know, why would we spend uh, X amount of dollars for agency staff when all we have to do is put two dollars additional into our regular staff, it it it'll eventually bounce out. But it, but it is just too much red tape to get through, as Hazel mentioned. And you're just trying to get to those, you know, you know why why don't we take this step instead of that step? So I'm just hoping that you know once the pandemic and and things move forward, um, everyone comes a little bit more creative to the table. Sure. My my takeaway for for really the in, the parts that I that I saw was I was blown away by how many of you are investing heavily in in taking responsibility for training people or reskilling people, if you will, or upskilling uh, folks um, from high school, from whatever. I mean, just a lot of the efforts to do more in that area was to me extraordinary. I remember, <laughs> I remember in the days of the dinosaurs when I was young, a young recruiter, um, there, there were hundreds and hundreds of hospitals that had programs that actually were three-year programs for nurses. And over the years, they were dismantled because of the importance of having a college education. So be 
a bachelor's degree in nursing. Understandable. But, but they dismantled literally hundreds of quality programs that helped those nurses who were learning such information understand what it was like to actually work as a nurse in a hospital. And, and that in itself had huge, huge value in terms of choices that nurses would make. And I, I see this obviously coming back maybe not with nurses as much as with many of the allied areas uh, that have emerged um, over the years. So I think that's fabulous. I, I'm very impressed with what I've heard uh, today in terms of what organizations are doing that, that combine not just recruiting, but also the learning side of things and breaking down those silos. I've not seen that in many industries I think it's it's much more evident in in your industry, and it's very powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Well, Hazel, Marlon, thank you so much for joining us for a quick recap. And loved, loved, loved uh, seeing you in another meeting. And we're looking forward to seeing you in healthcare meeting number two. And until then, online in the exchanges at CXR.works. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.